0: Welcome to the Eric in the Morning podcast on 101.9 The Mick Chicago. All right, take it away, Eric. This uh, Hey, I Was Wondering, we received and Remember, you can text in your Hey, I Was Wondering to 60123. You can email us. You can send it to our social media. You And we use your Hey, I Was Wondering. You get one of those uh, Eric in the Morning prize packs, which I... I hope you enjoy, and uh, we're always constantly cleaning out and refilling the "Hey, I Was Wondering" bag. Oh, yeah. uh, this follows up the banana discussion from earlier this week. Really? That uh, bananas gas? I had no clue. That's what I love. Why I love "Hey, I Was Wondering." More often than not, I really learned something I had no clue about. Did you folks know that bananas gas? And bananas are the bully fruit, and they're not allowed to be put near any other fruit uh, in the produce aisle because they'll gas all over your plums and ruin your plums. Yes. Yeah, yes. They're going to
1: ripen them very quickly. I
0: didn't know that. That's amazing. Hey, Eric, following up gas and bananas, I was wondering, <laughs> should bread go in the fridge or not? I know I've heard not to, but when I don't put it in the fridge, it gets moldy faster. Anyone else do this? Thanks. Just wondering, Char. Char. All right, let's go around the room. Bread at your home, Whip, in the fridge or out? Can I add a little comment or just a yes or no? Just a yes or no for now. Okay, uh, should it go in the fridge? No, is it in the fridge or or not? Not. Okay, Violetta, your house. Bread in the fridge or not? Yes, it is. I am not in the fridge. Not in the fridge. Violetta's answer is interesting, and that has to do with the comment I was
2: thinking about (laughs) making. What's that? Because I don't know if it's like an old world European thing, but my grandma, Bapsha, keeps her bread, her Polish rye bread, in the fridge all the time. And I always thought that was... Not weird, this but I just thought that was
0: noteworthy. From the old country. That's uh, what I'm thinking. A loaf of bread is like a gold brick. Right. You guard it with your life. You make it last. You stretch it out. Right. You do whatever you can to get every last morsel of it, and this is the route you take. It's kind of funny because my parents will go and buy uh, my grandma bread from the Polish
2: deli, and uh-huh. then I go over there, and then she'll give me like three quarters of the bread. Aww. But she has a few <laughs> loaves in the
0: fridge already, you know? Right. Just, yeah. Right. In the fridge. And your grandmother is used to living on nothing but bread. Uh, pretty much. And she's made it to 96, so probably there's right. something to it. She knows what she's doing. Yeah. Does uh, your grandmother Bako in Serbia, does she live on nothing but bread and cured goat meat? <laughs> <laughs> Didn't you say she's got a goat she's going to eat or something? No, no. No, you told me that. No, the,
1: well, the neighbor has a Oh, the neighbor does. The neighbor does. But um, my family puts everything in the fridge. Like, they're worried everything's going to go bad. Like, we put... Tuna, medicine, like NyQuil, that stays in the fridge. I don't know if that's accurate or not. Wow. Like everything, Advil, uh, bread, wow. just they're worried shoes. everything's going to go you come bad. in, you take your shoes
0: off, you put them in the fridge. Yeah.
1: <laughs> well, you definitely have to take your shoes yeah. off if you're coming over.
0: We actually put batteries in the fridge. I think I've heard of You've that, heard that Well, because
2: somebody that... One of my wife's friends worked for a company that may have had something to do with batteries, and she said, ooh, that's a trick. You should you should put them in there. They last longer.
1: Where in your fridge are the batteries? Like, uh, I need to... Like, is it next to the mayonnaise? The,
2: no, no. Inside the door, like in one of those oh. little side compartments.
0: I guess my question would be, how much are you actually... <laughs> I don't know. Are you going to get an extra year and a half out of them? Or you are you know going to get like four days and no one's going to know the difference anyway? It doesn't
2: feel like they last very much longer, yeah. I'll tell you that.
0: All right, back to the bread in the fridge. I, I think it is true it doesn't go moldy as quickly. But, you know, in my house, it's it's not really an issue because, you know, we power through a loaf of bread before it goes moldy anyway. Yeah. yeah. Right. So it's it's, it's it's not an issue. And I got to tell you, cold bread out of the fridge... Or room temperature bread out of the pantry. Room temperature bread out of the pantry is so much better.
1: You gotta nuke it if it's coming out of the fridge. Yeah,
0: so much better. Mm-hmm. If you nuke it, it gets mushy and like yeah. doughy and You're just toast it. Everything yeah. toasting cures everything. Yeah. Do we have any more? Where? Uh, what was the name? Do you recall the name of our uh, five thirty club member who was uh, working in the produce department? Oh. Who had told us about gas and bananas? Christ. I wonder if she's listening again. Can she? Can you walk over to the uh, bread aisle? <laughs> And ask the bread aisle guy, uh, is it supposed to theoretically go in the fridge or out of the fridge? Anybody working in a grocery store? Anybody have any input on this? Our 530 Club, hey, I was wondering. 312-233-1019. I'm going to learn a lot. The batteries are right behind the NyQuil, which are right behind Bronco's shoes in the refrigerator <laughs> at Violetta's house. You need to find them. Uh. Moldy bread and refrigerator and why Bronco's got his shoes in there. <laughs> Whip nice goes finish. over to Bob's house and she gives him three quarters of a loaf of bread and four pennies. And sends him on his way. That's true. I'll take care of you. Hey, Eric, I was wondering, should bread go in the fridge or not? I've heard uh, not, but when I do put it in the fridge, it gets it doesn't get as moldy as quickly. Uh, yeah, hi, uh, John. Hi, how are you, Eric? Uh, uh, great. Uh, you're a former what?
3: Uh, I used to, well, so I, I was trying to get in uh, le- uh, earlier this week to talk about the bananas. Um, I've been in produce all my life in the grocery business. I, I was a produce inspector at yeah. Dominic's. I was a produce buyer at Dominick's. Uh, I used to write the ads for produce for at Dominic's. So I was oh. trying to call you the other day about the bananas, and uh, so I, I heard the question about the bread, so I thought I'd call about that as well.
0: All right, so the and bananas, we got that figured out. The bread, does it go in the fridge or out? <laughs>
3: Well, you don't have it figured out on the bananas. So, if I can tell you, first of all, about the bread. Well, where do they keep the bread in the grocery store? They keep it in a in a grocery aisle, not refrigeration. Mm-hmm. Think about what happens to bread when you put it in a refrigerator. Mm-hmm. in a plastic bag, which could uh, breed condensation, which thereby breeds mold. Ah. So, you know, you you potentially have a problem. I mean, You're the making it worse. Thing is, You're making you it know, worse. Best, exactly. That's I mean, the point. biggest thing is look at the code date. Usually bread lasts probably three to four days after the code date. You know, wow. and then you should keep an eye on it, but... Um, I would recommend not putting it in the refrigerator.
0: John, you should be around tomorrow for tomorrow's. Hey, I was wondering, because this is a true story. We're going to deal with that code date tomorrow. <laughs> oh, awesome. <laughs> we got a lot yeah. happening in the produce and the grocery aisles.
3: Can I elaborate a little bit about the bananas? I
0: know. I can tell it's eating you alive. Yeah, go ahead. let's go.
3: All right. all right. Well, first of all, you'll be allowed to mention about how much display space is uh, devoted to bananas. And the reason for that is bananas are the number one. Tonnage item in the produce department. You need need the space. Uh Uh, The reason why you keep bananas in a warm area in the back room uh, is because they'll turn black. That's why they tell you not to put them in a refrigerator. The reason why they pull the plastic out of the boxes. Is that to slow the ripening process? Ah. They emit they emit what's called ethylene gas. All right, and you do isn't that what to, cows it,
0: fart and burp? No, is, or no, that's methane. What, very uh, close. No, that's, yeah, methane. that's a different one. Yeah, Got close. it.
3: So they they air stack them so that they don't um, over ripen and kind of slow the process down. But what you can do with a banana uh-huh. is <laughs> you could put. I'll you tell you what a, you can
0: do with a banana. <laughs> hey. if, if
3: you have if you have soft fruit or a tomato or an avocado that needs to uh, ripen, Uh you can take a banana, put it in a paper bag with that item, and it will help ripen it.
0: Look at that. There's a tip. Unbelievable. 35 minutes into the
3: show, I can already ripen an avocado. You
0: should have a podcast. You really should have a podcast. I would listen
3: to you. Man, oh, man. Well, thanks. My my son's actually in produce, too, and he thought about doing that, and uh, he hasn't gone anywhere with it. But
1: uh, <laughs> you, you can call it apples yeah, and oranges. Yeah,
0: the son of a gun isn't doing anything with right. it, but what are you going to do? Yeah. All right, uh, John, you've been a big help. We'll talk to you tomorrow about uh, best buy dates, okay? All right. All right, Thank see you God. around. There I think he is. needs a segment.
1: I, wow. Seriously. Yeah.
0: The produce I, guy. I actually now want to go buy an unripe avocado and throw it in a paper bag with a banana just to see what happens. Yeah.
1: Science experiment. Let's do it.
0: Just yeah. to see what happens. Uh, you know what? Bart's been waiting patiently.
1: <laughs> oh, <there> somebody else?
0: <laughs> uh, Bart, I don't know how you follow that act, but...
3: Uh, I can't follow it. I really ain't got crap for you. <laughs>
0: all right, Bart, you have a great day. You're the best. I like you a lot, all right?
3: Uh, all right, buddy. All right. See you around. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Bart.
0: There he is. My guy, Bart, right there the mix oh these are good ones we're getting some good text too oh, for good. whatever happened to whip all right, so you ahead. know what i'm thinking now yeah uh, hang on everybody on hold uh, and uh these texts i'm gonna uh i'm gonna read all these we're gonna talk to all these people then whip we'd like you to pick the top three Oh, perfect okay. that, that you would like to investigate because right. then maybe you'll deal with the question that you had what if you can't find anything this way you can pick three that you feel comfortable you'll be able to dig something up
2: you want me to pick them right away or pick well, no, them We'll go like, through
0: all of them then yeah. you tell us who your 3 are. Okay. Does that work? Yeah, it does. Okay. All right. Uh, in the and hang on if you're on hold because if you you finish first here if Whip picks you first you're going to get a prize, right? mm. uh, hi Carmella, you would like to add what person to the whatever happened to list. I want to know whatever happened to little Bruno Mars. <laughs> little Bruno Mars. <laughs> little. <laughs> Cute, cuddly <laughs> little Bruno Mars. All right, hold on Carmella. Uh uh-huh. Uh, You would like to know, Claire. I was
3: wondering what happened to Lindsay Lohan. Lindsay
0: Lohan. Uh, Good one. Good one, Claire. Hold on. Hold on, please. Uh, Hi, Yolanda. Adding to the list?
3: I was thinking about Maya the other day. Whatever happened to her?
0: Whatever happened to Maya? Good question. Good question. Some of the texts. Whatever happened to Freddie Prinze Jr.? Oh, yeah. Also, whatever happened to Al Gore? <laughs>
1: okay. okay. Mm, right. He's uh, doing global warming.
0: Uh, all right. Mike also adding to that list. Whatever happened to Eminem? Eminem. Eminem. Um, M&M. I saw a little bit uh, something from him on the national championship night.
1: Yeah, he looks very different.
0: Yeah. Mm. And then finally, Mary Beth.
3: Mark Sapelsa. Mark Sapelsa. Whatever
0: happened to that guy? He just went to the mountains and disappeared. All right, Whip, that's what you have to choose from. Okay. Uh, at number three, you have selected. Uh, Freddie Prince Jr. Freddie Prince Jr., okay. At number two. Lindsay Lohan. Lindsay Lohan, okay. Yeah. And finally in at number one. Bruno Mars. Bruno Mars.
1: Oh, man. <laughs>
0: I thought for sure he'd go, Mark Sapelsa.
1: I thought Al Gore. <laughs>
2: I know, <laughs> Gore. I know,
0: Mark Sapelsa's in the cabin. That's all. I, I, there's nothing out there. All right, uh, Carmella, you land in the top spot. Uh, we'll try to find out for you. The mix, Harry Styles, a yeah, nice British boy, got himself a new girlfriend, Olivia Wilde. We've been telling you the story. That's uh, Harry's got a got a type. He likes older women. Yeah, Olivia Wilde's like uh, ten years his senior. I saw a picture of them. Walking around all hand-in-hand in in love, all masked up somewhere in Hollywood or Great Britain or somewhere. Yeah, Yeah. wherever. The jet-setters. And while that's going on and the paparazzi are following them and they're in love and they're holding hands and the whole world gets to see it, one person is watching it and torn apart. Jason Sudeikis reportedly is torn apart. Mm. That Olivia Wilde has moved on from their long-term relationship that she had with Jason Sudeikis and is now with Harry Styles. Horrible. Jason is beyond distraught, says a source to entertainment tonight. He still has feelings for Olivia. This is a fresh split. He's in absolute shock. He would like to repair things with Olivia and have his family back together. Oh. He's struggling with it. Oh, you're making us cry. Yeah. So I was reading that and I was thinking, you know, while she's prancing around with Harry Styles, he's... Sitting in his basement somewhere, Uh, hasn't showered in weeks, uh, and is in beyond low. Now, Whip, has a woman ever broken up with you? Oh, man, yeah. Too many times to count. All right, I want you to think back to one of them, one of the more particularly painful ones. Okay. How long does it take to get over it? (laughs) What's your answer?
2: I think I, to get over it,
0: uh, okay, I think I can literally, uh, (laughs) pinpointed to pretty much a year. A year. Yeah. All right, Kevin. Yes. A woman has broken up with you. Yes. How long does it take to get over it?
3: Well, a little different for everybody, I would think, but for me, it was about six months, I'd say.
0: About six months. Six months. And then all of a sudden, something clicks in your brain and you rediscover yourself. Yeah, essentially, yeah. Right. Or you find somebody else and you move on. Pretty much. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. All right. And then there's Jim. Jim is a woman yeah. never broken your heart, broken up with you. Oh, yeah. Okay. How long does it take to get over it? I haven't gotten over it. Oh, man, oh. never. Wow. Yeah. So wow. How, how long is it at the moment? Uh, it's over 20 years. Oh, <laughs> man. Jason Sudeikis doesn't want to hear that. I would imagine you you learn to live with it, but the pain never goes away. Uh, Very true. Very true. Isn't that unbelievable? I'm so sad. Hanging in there for you, Jim. Never. Oh, so we spoke to 10 guys off the air in the Secret Eric in the Morning off-air poll, asking them that question. All of them had been broken up with at some point in their lives, and we said, how long does it take to get over it? Uh, Whip said six months. Or, I mean, Whip said a year. I said a year, yeah. Kevin said six months. Jim said never. I would say, I would say about a year. About a year feels right. Yeah. Especially when you don't really see it coming and then bam, it hits you. Yeah. Right. Like Jason right. Sudeikis says happened to him. Absolutely. Uh, what do you think our average was of the 10? 10 guys all giving in their time frames on how long it takes to get over the heartbreak of a woman dumping you. I think
2: that. that- 20 years to never really might have skewed it a little bit, but <laughs> uh-huh. I'll go with uh, nine months.
0: Nine months. Two years. Two years. Six months. Okay. Six months was the average. So by uh, your logic, Whip, the, there were two guys that said never, Yeah. so there had to be a couple guys who were like, nah, not a week. Right, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was fine Next after a week. Yeah, shake it off right. by Tuesday. <laughs> Everything will be fine. Caught off guard by this, Violetta? Do you think women take longer than men to get over a breakup?
1: Yeah, I do. Do you really?
0: I don't I, think oh, so. I was going to say the opposite. I don't think so.
1: Uh, I mean, they'll go out and take pictures with other guys and make it look like they're happy, but I think behind closed doors.
0: Goes on for years and
2: years and yeah. years. Yeah. Poor Jason Sudeikis can't turn on the radio without hearing oh, Watermelon yeah. Sugar. It's going to be rough. He
0: can't get away from <laughs> it. I know.
1: And he's young. Right. yeah
0: right. He's turning on all the oldie stations. Exactly. Poor guy. <laughs> Poor guy. Top three things trending on Twitter right now at the social media desk is Violetta. Here we go at number three.
1: Billie Eilish announces her first book. It's a photo book of Never Before oh, Seen Pictures. Photos of Billie Eilish. Very little reading. Exactly. <laughs> and it actually also comes with an audio component of Billie Eilish. Um I kind of understand now what you guys feel about this like me, me, me generation because it's a book. About Billie Eilish, called Billie Eilish, with pictures of Billie Eilish, audio of Billie Eilish.
0: Talking about Billie Eilish. Yeah.
1: Yeah. (laughs) It's kind of insane.
0: There's a world beside you. Yeah. Or besides you. She's striking while the iron's hot. She is. Uh, Trending on Twitter, number two.
1: Rob Lowe, who lives next to Prince Harry and Meghan Markle, told James Corden that he ran into Harry, the former royal, and he was sporting a ponytail.
0: Harry was sporting a ponytail? Yeah. Yeah. Not Rob. Rob would never do
2: that. (laughs) Okay. Rob looks sharp and clean and put together all the time on his Atkins diet.
0: Those commercials, doesn't he, the guy, I don't think he's ever not looked good. No, I know. He he is a handsome. He really is. Son of a gun. He He, really is. He is
1: handsome, but doesn't he look depressed to you in those videos?
0: No. (laughs) No, Not at all. He looks really happy.
1: (laughs) Yeah, exactly. He looks beautiful, (laughs) but he looks so, like, out of energy. But He he looks
0: looks, great. I look, yeah.
2: And he's Nice. He's killing it, I think, financially oh, too. No I doubt. mean,
0: jeez, he's no in a doubt. lot of stuff. And trending on Twitter, number one.
1: A huge announcement and trailer from Netflix. They will have new films every single week in 2021. Release the star-studded announcement included The Rock, Gail Godot, Ryan Reynolds, Halle Berry, and Jason Momoa. All
0: right, what is All the, the big one?
1: It's not a. Uh, it's not called anything. They're just gonna have new movies every week in 2021 oh, release. All of them.
0: Netflix. I thought they were all in one together. No, no,
1: no. Just a bunch of star like, stars. Wow, yeah. that,
0: that's that's a, a can't miss right there. <laughs> no. All right, thank you. And right now,
2: we are going to take a look at Freddie Prinz Jr. He came in at number three this he morning. He did, and that's Freddy why we're Prins doing him Jr. first uh, right now. now.
0: Watch this, Violetta. Do you know who Freddie Prinz Jr. is?
1: Yes. Um, yeah. Tell me. Isn't no that's not Iron Man. Um maybe mm-hmm. Prince Robert Downey Jr. Townie, Jr.? Uh, oh
0: it's okay to say you don't.
1: I thought I did.
0: Uh, but apparently you don't I and don't. now you're about to. Okay. Whip. So, Freddie
2: Prinze Jr. was a big star a couple decades ago, starring movies like She's All That, I Know What You Did Last Summer, Scooby-Doo, and then he disappeared because he voluntarily took a break from the acting world once he had kids with his wife, fellow 90s star Sarah Michelle Gellar. They've been married 18 years, by the way, which is like 8, a thousand in Hollywood terms, wow. so maybe these two know they something, right? got like right? 11 kids or something. That is true. Well, they have two, but maybe 11 are two, on the way. 11, whatever. Prinze says the acting business changed So much with most stuff not filming in his hometown of L.A. He didn't want to travel all over the place for work and be away from his family. Instead, he wanted to be present for his kids, who are now 8 and 11. But here's the exciting part. Freddie Prinze Jr. has now accepted an acting gig. He is playing the ex-husband on the reboot
0: of the old 80s sitcom Punky Brewster. Look at that. How do you like that? Be on the lookout for Freddie Prince Jr. in a reboot of Punky Brewster, just like they have a reboot of Saved by the Bell.
2: That's correct. So he says his buddy Brian Austin Green was offered the role, couldn't do it. Green called him up and said, hey, I know you're not doing anything. I know you don't want a job, but I think you'd be great for this. Based on that, he read it, said, I loved Punky Brewster when I was a little dude, and so now he is doing that. It's on Peacock, by the way.
0: You want me to pull some things together here for you, too, Whip? Sure. Based on what you've just told me, first of all, Freddie Prinze Jr. is a big chef and a big cook. Okay. And has a bunch of cookbooks. That's good. And you mentioned his buddy, Brian Austin Green. Both Freddie Prinze Jr. and Brian Austin Green have been on this show doing their Christopher Walken impressions. (laughs) It's amazing. The sounds of your home. That aren't really directly related to your home. Just all around. So he fires up the motorcycle every weekend morning, Whip? Uh, yeah, a lot of weekends he does that, yeah. He's uh, he's always out doing something. Is he a 7 a.m. lawn mowing guy, too? Uh,
2: it feels like he's just always out in the yard doing it, so I'm not going to say 7 a.m., but uh, he gets up bright and early, gets
0: at it. Does it aggravate you ever?
2: No, not at all. Hmm. I'm comfortable with him there.
0: Violetta, are you aggravated by your neighbor's constant sports celebrations in the... Uh Condo next door? Yeah, of course I am. Uh, the sounds of your neighborhood. Hi, Tom. What do you hear in your
3: house? Uh, I used to live next to a kennel. Oh, boy. And every day at 7 a.m. and 3 p.m., the dogs would go ballistic because it was feeding time. Aha! Oh. You could set your watch by it. Uh, I'm That ended up being my first job ever, and I, I tell you, that was truly a crappy job. Aha! No <laughs>
0: pun intended. Yeah. Living next to the kennel and the nonstop barking dogs. I would check that before I moved in. Oh, you got to kind of check what's uh, Uh in the neighborhood. Uh, Yeah, hi there, Lori, the sounds of your home.
1: Hi, good morning. I just want to say I love you guys. Oh, thank you. Um, I have a neighbor, Mike, who's a fabulous neighbor, but we could set our clocks to buy his routine every week. Uh On Wednesdays, he trims the bushes whether they need it or not. On
3: Saturday, at ten o'clock, he vacuums out his car every Saturday. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, yeah. if we don't hear those sounds from next door, we know something's wrong.
0: Right. Call nine one one the cops. Mike right. isn't Mike isn't cleaning his car. Call the cops. Usually, <laughs> we call the cops on the sounds. Right. Now you call the cops when you don't hear the sounds. Exactly. That's yeah, a wellness check. Uh, hi there, Kelly. The sounds of your home
3: hi good morning Hi. so I moved into a new house eight days ago Ooh, and heard this awful wailing from a dog and I ran outside because I thought the dog was literally being attacked by a coyote mm-hmm. it was that the sounds were that terrible right and it turns out that's just the dog's bark
0: that's just him so oh
3: wow <laughs> that's it's awful, mm. and so every night for eight days, that's what we get to hear is a dog sounding like it's
0: being murdered by <laughs> oh, a coyote. That's, that's oh, there's, and you know, those are the kind of neighbors a discussion isn't going to matter. Yeah. It's not going to change. No They're going to be like, hey, well, you know, the, they can't stop the dog. Yeah. It's out of control. Uh, the sounds of your home, Marissa.
3: Hi. Hi. So um, we live actually in between two sets of railroad tracks. We have railroad tracks on both sides of our house. Oh, you really dropped
0: them right between them, huh? Yeah.
3: (laughs) Yeah. And so they're really loud, but my husband and I are pretty used to them now, but
1: our daughter, who is three, wakes up to them every single time, and she
3: will call for us, and we have to go in there, and we have to open the window for her and tell the train to be quiet so Uh, she can go back to sleep.
0: Ah, well, at least you have a system. Everybody having their problems with trains. Hi there, Karen. Hi there. Hi.
3: So we live in Salmonack, a little small town. Yeah, I know Samanac. And, uh, and every day at noon, the fire department plays the noon whistle so everybody knows exactly what time it is at noon every day.
0: Well, that's kind of helpful, actually. Sure. Yeah.
3: Absolutely, you know, it's lunchtime.
0: Yeah, the noon whistle. Like they do yeah. around here on the first Tuesday of every month. Violetta didn't believe us, but the first Tuesday of every month at, uh, what is it, 10 a.m. with? Yeah. They try the, uh, they try, they actually emergency the emergency sirens. Yeah, we just heard it the other day,
2: and I feel like it got louder because we were in the studio just after the show, and you could hear it very loud and clear. I'm I, like, you never heard this in your whole life before last year. I think you're year. right.
0: Yeah. I think you're right.
2: Uh, So now we're going to check out whatever happened to Lindsay Lohan, based on Lohan, I guess. I I, I sometimes want to say Lohan, and then... uh, You can say whatever you'd
0: like. Lindsay Lohan. No one cares enough about it. Let's go with that.
2: So Lindsay was a child (laughs) actor. She starred in Mean Girls, which is a very good movie, to tell you the truth, and was very well known, Lindsay was, for her excessive partying and substance issues. Mm -hmm. In more recent years, she opened a nightclub in Greece, which was also featured in an MTV reality show for three years called Lindsay Lohan's Beach Club. That ran until 2019. Who knew? Uh, (laughs) At some point here, Lohan moved to Dubai full-time, where she apparently still lives. She told David Spade on his talk show last year David Spade has a talk show? The David Spade (laughs) talk show somehow makes its way into our conversations every few months. Uh, I don't know how this happens, but anyway, David Spade's talk show had Lindsay Lohan as a guest. This was uh, mid-last year, and she said that the lockdown rules in Dubai were very, very strict during the early days of the pandemic. She also apparently was promoting a new song called Back to Me, which as far as I know, not many people cared enough to listen to. Sure, sure. Uh, There's also reportedly an unproduced script floating around Hollywood called Frenemy. Got a lot of Lindsay Lohan there. That would be the story of the Lindsay Lohan-Paris Hilton feud, circa Ooh. 2004 to 2006. Yeah. No word on whether Lindsay herself would be in that. She does say she's looking to return to acting. And by the way, she's also
0: got a jewelry line. For somebody that's uh, <laughs> that disappeared from sight, she's sure doing a lot. <laughs> well, yeah, it seems like it. Doing a lot, but still and doing nothing. She grinds my gears. If Kira Sedgwick ever asks you to uh, do her bikini wax for her, say no. If your girlfriend or wife asks you to go into Walgreens and buy the magic Fem Fwem Fresh 2000, say no. It doesn't exist. She's playing with you. If your husband uh, comes home and says, uh, hey, I was thinking about uh, booking a vacation to the Caribbean for us right now, your instinct is going to say yes, but likely for safety reasons, say no. Right. I had to say no. Not many people saying no. Really? I'm shocked. Life's too short. I hear no all the time. Yeah, really? <laughs> Last time, you had to say no. You had to go, listen, I love you. We're not buying a boat. He's like, Oh, come on. No. No, we're not buying a boat. 312-233-1019. Mike, you had to say no?
3: Yeah. Uh, so let me set the scene for you. All right. Me and the wife, we've got a couple reptiles. So we've got a reptile expo that shows up at the, at, in town like every month or so. So we go there to get bugs and... Insects and stuff like that. Okay, but they sell, they sell other reptiles there. Uh huh. So she sees an axolotl. You know, if you don't know what that is, Google it. It's it's adorable. It, it but,
0: it's it's adorable. I I would Google it. It sounds like some kind of uh, drug commercial I would see at seven thirty at night <laughs> next to Ozempic. <laughs> That's true. And uh, rebissol r- or whatever that other one is. I can't remember. It's, it's, Latuda.
3: It's, it's basically <laughs> like a like a part fish part lizard. Part so anyway. fish,
0: part lizard, oh. and it's called an axolotl? Yeah. And you, can, and you can just keep these in your house. You just buy them like over in Rosemont at the convention center.
3: Yeah, you keep them in a tank like a fish.
0: Gotcha. Cool. All right. All right, so, so she says she we sees- should have an axolotl, and you say what?
3: She sees one of these things and begs me if we can get one, and I tell her, no, we've got two lizards, a snake, and two dogs, and three cats. We don't need any more. Aha.
0: Yeah, you got to say no to the axolotl. Yeah, I mean, you're, sure. you're fine with the uh, Burmese python, <laughs> but once you go down, the, that is an ugly, it, ugly animal. Yes. Like. <laughs> there is not one thing adorable about that.
1: He's kind of adorable. He's got, like, little eyes and, like, pink uh, crown He looks out. like
0: he eats thumbs. Like, you'd have to get a big <laughs> box of thumbs to feed him.
3: Gross. No, no, you just, you just feed him pellets like fish. Really?
0: He's, really? He's
1: yeah. so weird looking, yeah. but kind of cute. You're right.
0: What kind of snake you have? Uh,
3: it's a uh, ball python.
2: Oh, the old ball python. Okay, those right. are safe ones, right? They always say that those yeah. are, you're fine with those.
3: <laughs> Rattlesnake's yeah, yeah, still bad. That's
2: it's, what they say is it's curling around
0: your neck. Right, it's, it's, safe,
3: it's fine. sounds scary, but
2: it's really harmless
3: yeah, and you have, any,
0: you have any issues with him? Does he ever uh, you know, curl up next to you in bed and doze off?
3: No, no, no. We, we keep rocks on top of the tank to keep him in there. Yeah, <laughs> Smart. Uh,
0: how about the lizards? You let them run wild?
3: Oh, yeah. Ugh. Yeah. No, those are scaly cats. Yeah.
0: And, and will those take your thumb off? No, but if they bite you, your hand will go numb for an hour. Well, that sounds fine. Whoa. No problem. Yeah, Sounds like a fun house. (laughs) Thank you, Mike. Yeah, you got to say no occasionally to the axolotl. Also known, Swanee tells me, as the walking fish.
1: Yeah, I can see that. He's kind of cute. He looks like he could swim or walk with his little legs.
2: So what is Bruno Mars doing lately? Well, we haven't heard from him for a while. Now, he the does... reason,
0: for those of you that might be yeah, wondering oh, why right. Whips even saying this. to explain this. Is uh, earlier this morning on the Eric in the Morning List, it uh, happens every day at 620, we had uh, thrown out, uh, you know, there's a bunch of people, what the hell ever happened to? Uh, at 7 o'clock, he uh, detailed Freddie Prinze Jr. You wanted to know about him. At 7.30, several of you said, uh, hey, Lindsay Lowen. Not only does she grind gears, but what is she doing? Yeah. And then out of nowhere, somebody said, oh, hey, what about Bruno? And so here you go. Yeah.
2: So uh, Bruno has been pretty quiet, especially in terms of new music. Haven't heard from him for a while. We've kind of compared him to Adele and kind of taken a long time off, making us want him back, I guess, making us miss him. He does post on Twitter sometimes, but really not too much necessarily about what he's actually doing, more about current events. He did like a Happy New Year one, that kind of thing. But back in April of last year, and I remember us talking about this on the show at the time, uh-huh. he did tweet out the following. I'm writing every day, I promise. And then in August, he tweeted out this. Sometimes I get so frustrated writing music, I look in the mirror and say to myself, I should have been a model. Okay. So it sounds like he's having a little writer's block there, doesn't it? And
0: so he'd rather just be handsome.
2: Well, yeah. Uh, A couple other things real quickly, if we can kind of read the uh, tea leaves here with Bruno. He listed his goals as uh, the following, and he did this on Twitter. He says, design a nightclub and wear suits every time I walk in. (laughs) Everyone shall refer to me as Pina Colada Pete or the One-Eyed Bull or Nancy Kerrigan. And he also says he wants to design clothes that are the exact opposite of suits. Leisure wear for the silky.
0: You know. I'm going to say the uh,
2: the <laughs> pandemic and the quarantines getting to him could be, yeah. and uh, even before all this, the pandemic started. Uh, there are stories from last February about how Bruno is supposedly writing a musical <laughs> for Disney, which oh. would be a musical film that he would write all the original music and perform it. But I can't find a thing about that since last February or whatever okay. happened to that.
0: So, take me back about six steps there. So he released the the things that he wants. His goals. Yeah, Yeah. his goals. What did he describe them as? Uh, He wants to design a... What did he describe the topic as? Oh, goals. Like life goals.
2: Just says goals with a little uh, emoji with a a smiley guy wearing sunglasses. Hashtag goals.
0: Dog breeds that get men the most dates, according to a new survey. Uh, These are the, I believe, top 10, if I'm not mistaken. Top 10 dog breeds that get men the most dates. Are you attracted to a man with a dog? I've
1: never really been a dog person, okay. but I like more, some dogs more than others.
0: Like if you walk into a park in Lincoln Park, one of the dog parks, you walk by and you see you know, a guy walking around with a dog on a leash. Do you look at that and go, oh, that's sweet, or do, it has no effect on you?
1: It has no effect on me. All I think right. about all the fur in the house.
0: I got you. Uh, the dog breed that gets men the most dates, Heather.
1: I think it's a golden retriever.
0: You would think the good old-fashioned golden retriever. It is not. Hmm. It is not. Everybody loves a good golden retriever, though. Yeah, very popular. Beautiful, beautiful animal. Uh, Janet, it's got to be what?
3: It's got to be a lab.
0: Everybody loves labs. No. Labs finish at number three. Okay. On the dog that will get men the most dates. No, as it turns out, the dog that gets men the most dates, Melissa.
3: Is it a Jack Russell?
0: That is it. It's oh. also the name of the guy. Jack Russell,
2: Jack Russell with a Jack Russell—that would be a real in. If you were named Wouldn't Jack Russell, something? you'd have to do. You that. have to get one. Yes,
0: uh, Jack Russell terriers are the number one dog breed that get men the most dates. I see Violetta frantically typing because <laughs> she doesn't know what one looks like. They're yeah. cute, very cute. They yeah. are cute. Yeah. yeah, they're littler dogs though, right, Melissa? Yeah, they're like the Fraser dog. Little, oh, okay, little oh, Fraser dog. There yeah, you go. Yeah, Good yeah. description. We can see him in our minds. eye now. Eddie, I think, was his name. Do you like a uh, Do you like guys with uh, littler dogs or big dogs, Violetta?
1: Um, I'm gonna go like yeah, medium little dog.
0: Uh, how about you, Melissa?
1: Um. Well, we had a golden doodle,
3: and I loved him, so I would
0: say medium dog. Medium dog. Here are your top ten dog breeds that get men the most dates. You can go to the dog parks in Wrigleyville or wherever. Wiggly Field. Is it still there? Is Wiggly Field still there, Whip?
2: Uh, last I checked, but that was a little while ago, but I didn't hear about it going away. Okay. Uh,
0: Jack Russell Terriers, number one. Cockapoo, number two. Mm. Which I didn't even know you could say. <laughs> Labrador, number three. Mixed breed at number four. German Shepherd at five. Followed by a French Bulldog.
1: Yes, that's the one. Those are really cute.
0: Yeah, but they, you always hear them breathing nonstop. Yeah, they yeah. snore, too. A little bit of slobbering. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Chihuahuas. The uh, one dog that Whip uh, really is uncomfortable saying. Uh. It, there's also a, a, a TV show you're uncomfortable saying. Oh, oh, the Shih Tzu. There it is, right there. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: there <you.
0: laughs> uh, Cocker, Spaniel, uh-huh. and Staffordshire Bull Terrier in at number 10, which is interesting Because the Staffordshire Bull Terrier is number one when it's dog breeds that get women the most dates. So men are attracted to a woman with a Staffordshire Bull Terrier. Mm. Is that like a Jack Russell Terrier? I'm just hearing terrier. Are they similar? Just little rat-style dogs? I call them rat dogs because they're small dogs.
2: Yeah, it sounds like it would be in a dog show. A Staffordshire Bull Terrier.
0: Uh, The dog breeds that get women the most dates. Staffordshire Bull Terrier, Chihuahua at number two, Mixed Breed at number three, Cockapoo at four, Jack Russell five. Then German Shepherd, Cocker Spaniel, Lab, French Bulldog, and what, Whip? A uh, Shih Tzu. Round out your top ten. <laughs> 312-233-1019. A uh, single person. You were dating in 2019. Maybe you took 2020 off. Maybe uh, you continued to date in 2020 to the best of your abilities. I don't know. 312-233-1019 if we can uh, get... Uh, Dana back, that would be nice. Because it says here, single millennials, which is why she would have been perfect. Right. At the age of 33. Single millennials are anxious that they've lost a year of dating. But it could be a good thing. Could be a good thing. According to this study. That's why I wanted to find out from Dana, if she felt like, you know, right in the wheelhouse of her prime dating years. Does she feel like she lost a year? Or does she feel like, oh... That was the ability to take a big, deep breath and go, okay, reset the system. What do you think, Violetta? You're right now, wheelhouse.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think I, I think by not being able to go out there and meet someone, you feel like lonely. And, you know, what if my Prince Charming was out there and I just missed him?
0: But do you feel like you lost a year? Because I sometimes think about that, like for my kids in college, like they've lost a year of college.
1: Right, it's almost like it didn't hmm. even happen.
0: But you can never get back. Or and,
1: people that graduated that year, you know, it's, it's like nothing. It's right. like you didn't even graduate. Yeah, like
0: my daughter's a senior. Is she going to, uh, in high school, she going to lose like a, like last year's seniors?
1: Right. I mean, I do you think- know, for the
0: rest of it, like, yeah, I look in the mirror and go, yeah, I lost a year, but a year of what? <laughs> <You> <laughs> right, know? right. It's going to look like the next one and the one before that. <laughs> pretty much, know? yeah. There's nothing really monumental Right. that it's really been affected by it. Hey, uh, Dawn, do you feel like you lost a year of dating? No. You don't feel like that at all?
3: No, not at all.
0: So you liked having the year off from dating?
3: I do. I really, truly do.
0: Why is that? What was the best part of taking the year off?
3: I think just because I had dated so young, like Uh in my early 20s, and it's just like I'd always had a boyfriend for so long. And now that I'm 45, I can just kind of reflect and just kind of just become... Just to get to know myself a little
0: better. And that's, there's the thing. We're yeah. all, boy, we all really know ourselves better than ever, don't yeah, we? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It says here, they talked to this girl, Morgan, 31-year-old Morgan, asking her about her dating life being interrupted by COVID-19. It wasn't entirely lost. In fact, what she described, longer periods of texting, virtual hangs, and the occasional very rare in-person outdoor coffee meetup sounded kind of healthy. As opposed to pre-coronavirus in real life, first meetings which were infused with awkward pauses, ghosting, and quick-fire decisions based on very little information. So they're saying the year off actually caused people to slow it down. In fact, Bumble is now calling it slow dating and that it's much healthier than it was two years ago.
1: Well, oh. yeah, because you're not, like, on the dance floor at the club bumping into someone and going, like, let's well, go home. Or you're just
0: making, you know, you, you meet somebody on Bumble, you go out with them, you're, you're there 15 minutes, like, i got to get out of here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. i got to mm-hmm. get out of here. There's more options. There's no. more options. There's more options. That's been not eliminated, but slowed down and causing people to maybe spend a little more time evaluating as opposed to quick-fire decisions.
3: Yeah. Interesting.
0: and unbelievable? Slow dating. That's what Bumble calls it, calls it now. A survey says uh, one in four singles hooked up with a roommate during the lockdown. One in four. That's big numbers. Yeah. Your random unexpected hookup that one time in your life was with whom? All right, so I have all the finalists here. Text in 60123. Who will... uh, who will select today's most unexpected hookup?
2: This is Violetta's turn. All right, look at Whip. This one is yours. <laughs> you have to do it. Well, that's so only fair. fair. All right, only uh, fair.
0: Whip, pick your favorite. I will pick one as well. Violetta, you pick the most unexpected hookup okay. in your life. Here is the checklist from the text we received at 60123, the people you people are hooking up with. Uh, number one, my ex-husband. Mm-hmm. To see that. Number two, my fiance's best friend. Ooh. Uh-oh. Number three. Two twin sisters. That actually happens. Twins, whip, twins. I, I can't even. Uh, number four, Demi Lovato. What? Get out of <laughs> here! That oh my be. gosh! Somebody's lying. She doesn't. She wouldn't do that. She loves not herself. at All. Yeah. See, she loves her, not you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> continuing on, hooked up with my ex neighbor who literally lived next door. Number five, my daughter's volleyball coach's boyfriend. My daughter's volleyball. That's uh, that's gonna make it uncomfortable for the daughter, and for the <laughs> volleyball
2: coach, well, and true. for the boyfriend. Well,
0: all true, but she's you know she's if gonna. If the play. daughter finds out, right? Yeah. Well, well, I'm saying on the team, you know. Yeah. yeah, I couldn't find my car in a mall parking lot, so I hooked up with a woman that also couldn't find her car in the mall parking lot. What? A couple of people <laughs> wandering around a mall parking lot.
2: Get <laughs> out of here.
1: They didn't even have a car to hook up in.
2: I
0: thought I had a winner already, but I might be changing. I love the pilot voice telling me what was on my left, the Grand Canyon. I waited to be last to exit. I wanted to sit behind the controls, literally and figuratively. All right. you go. A newly divorced bankrupt guy who moved back home with his parents and recently paid money for a hairless cat. Sounds like a Seinfeld episode. It sure does. Sounds like Whip. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I hooked up with a girl after a reptile show she did at my house. We were upstairs uh, surrounded by two 80-pound tortoises. Poor tortoises. And they're moving slow. Is it tortoises? I don't know. Poor tortoise? Poor, poor turtles. <laughs> and finally, the DJ at my best friend's wedding. <laughs>
1: I
2: think that's Rose. what
0: DJs are in it for? I think that's oh half for the,
2: sure half well, the gig.
0: Guys, the DJ weddings for sure, right? <laughs> I mean, I don't that think happens. Mo- I don't think the money's that great, but they get, ber- they get uh, perks. They had perks. It's regular, I think. Uh, DJ at the best friend wedding. All right, Whip. What's it going to be? Oh
1: my gosh!
2: I I I really wanted to go with the mall parking lot, but I still think I have to go with Demi Lovato. Demi Demi Lovato. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you just like the clip? <laughs> it's just hilarious.
0: Okay, <laughs> that's. All uh, right, you're going Demi Lovato. Oh, All right, man. I will go with the two random people wandering a mall parking <laughs> okay, lot. Okay, good, good, good. Violetti, you can pick one of those two or choose your own as the winner.
1: Oh, this is so hard, uh-huh. but um, I'm going to go with the DJ at the wedding. DJ ah, at the
0: wedding. yep. The DJ at the wedding. Hey, it's girl, a, a this classic. is what he plays. That's what he says. All right, our second update of the morning. We do it at 7 a.m. and at 9.30. Trying to get an update on what's trending on Twitter, what everybody's talking about. I I had something ready to go here, and then Violetta made the sad face Mm. that I was stealing some of her information. So we'll I'll let you go through with this story, and then a, a quick follow-up story from yesterday. I'm trying to remember if it was tied in with trending on Twitter or not, but I'll explain all of it in a second. But first, you ready with the top three?
1: Yeah. Do you want me to lead with the one you almost? No, you stole? can do. This
0: is your deal. Whatever, okay. Whatever you'd like. I'm ready. All right. In at number three.
1: Hashtag Happy Birthday Ginger trending right now. It's Ginger Ginger Z's 40th birthday. Oh, really? Right.
0: Yeah. She
1: spent some years here before moving to New York. You know, for Good Morning America.
0: Right. Right. Ginger Z. I I uh, ran into her a couple of times in the early years uh, at uh, Green Tie Ball.
1: Oh, yeah. She seems so nice and down to earth. Yeah,
0: she's very nice. We would enjoy a martini. And one time I went to New York, and she uh, set me up with a couple of good places to go. That's awesome. Yeah, she's great. Ginger's great. Uh, Trending on Twitter, number two.
1: Betty White preps for her 99th birthday on January 17th. Um, She says a sense of humor keeps her very young. And um, I think we can all agree that humor is keeping us all going At the
0: moment. It's trying. Oh but is I, it keeping us all going? Is it? <laughs> There's
2: a little piece of humor right there that kept yeah, us going. I'll
0: Thank you. That. And trending on Twitter number one.
1: Nicole Kidman and Deborah Messing are trending as Twitter debates who would make a better Lucille Ball in the new movie. Kidman has already been cast in that role, and at first I was thinking, you know, she would be really good at it. But now I can't stop thinking that Deborah Messing would be exceptional as the loud, quirky, genius comedian.
0: I completely agree. I think Deborah Messing's a better choice as as Lucille Ball. Mm,
2: but Nicole Kidman may be, like, a bigger
0: draw. Who's S- a better Lucille Ball? Yeah,
2: no, you're right. I think Deborah Messing, well, she's more of, like, a comedic actor. Right.
1: Right. And, right. like, uh, Nicole Kidman's just too, like, fancy. Yeah. You know, like, Lucy, I Love Lucy was, like, kind of crazy, not fancy.
0: Yeah, that's true. And finally, speaking of fancy... I uh-huh.
1: don't know. You're beautiful.
2: Uh, remember
0: Whip had a big celebration yesterday for Zane's birthday? Uh, that's right. Because uh, Lip, uh, Lip. It was lit. That's what you're trying to say. It was lit. Uh, you're right. Whip, uh, loves himself some <laughs> One Direction. We always say, well, who's your favorite? He's like, no, no question. Zane. I love me some Zane. For sure. He's underrated. His time will come. And then uh, we had said, well, Zane has previewed his new album called Nobody Is Listening. I know. Which is a terrible album name. Stop
2: being so humble, Zane. You know we all care.
0: Uh, No one cares. Uh, (laughs) And he's debuting it. This is so weird. He's debuting it through a phone hotline. Right. Well, you got to pay 99 cents or something to listen to I guess. Yesterday, (laughs) Zane, for his birthday, tweeted out a phone number. (laughs) 323-991-ZANE. This has got to be a scam. When called, fans can hear short previews off of nobody is listening. Thanks for listening to the Eric in the Morning podcast. Remember to rate, review, and subscribe so you don't miss a moment of Eric in the Morning on 101.9, The Mix Chicago.